0: Everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ron Mess, and Ari Rockefeller.
1: Hey, everyone! Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number three hundred and seventy-eight. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess.
2: I'm Mako-chan.
1: And I'm Ichigo Gami. And we're all sounding nice, nice loud, and clear. And I, it, you, I think we need to give your computer an overhaul. And by overhaul. I'm just
3: thinking a large
1: punch. Well, at least we didn't name the machine Old Yeller. That's sad.
2: That is sad.
1: I know. But you you gotta think about it. After having a, a regular computer that you use for years, eventually it does become Old Yeller. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, but if you it, go office space on it,
3: to me is is more so the reaction. Like you take it out, you take out the giant copy machine into the back,
1: and you just kick it until you feel better. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> thankfully, I've never had to old yeller my computer in a very long time. I, I, I parts have found has found a forever home. Like Mako Chan is, uh, her machine is a re- reincarnation of of of, of Venus. Um, Let's see what else. The last update. Uh, those parts are becoming the studio PC for OLR. So I think when I re- when I upgrade next year, I don't know what I'm gonna do with these parts. I'll figure out who needs it and be like, look, just give me a hundred bucks for all of this and including shipping. You can take, you can get all this shit off my hands. <sighs> and there goes the dog. In case, you, just in case, if you hear it. And the reason why you hear the dog is because it is still kind of hot out, and my windows and my doors are still open. So, anywho, we are live tonight, week of October 9th, 2018, here on the VOG Network. We're here live Tuesday at 9, 30 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat cleansages, Merc, XChat, Chatzilla, can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is VOG VOG. You can also head over to webchat.gamesurge.net and join us th- there via to VOG. You can find us at um, animejamster.com/vognetwork, and there's an IRC link. If you click on that with Chatzilla, and you tell it yeah, you can join us in the chat room. And we're also on Discord, VOGNetwork.com/discord. Join us. Come on in. You'll join us via the app or the browser, whatever is more convenient and works for you. And I and I've been so busy with work, I keep forgetting to check out the hour chat at and, uh, and vogue. And the last uh, uh, the last um, article I see in here is that um Bowsette was modded into Super Mario 64. That's nice and all, but the game is still trash. Mm-hmm. I mean I liked,
2: I liked Mario 64.
1: I mean, I liked it, but then I got tired of going back into the stages eight times for shit.
2: Yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah.
1: The probably reason why I really enjoyed uh, Sonic Adventure a lot more, I think we actually need a Sonic Adventure three done by the same mm. done by the same people who did Sonic Mania. I mean, they kind of knew what they were doing. Yeah all right awesome awesome uh, don't forget check-ins are now live so go ahead and earn your vog points and if you're listening on the podcast feed there is a passphrase somewhere in this episode when you hear it head over to an up oh, head over to vognetwork.com put in that passphrase and earn some cool vog points easy simple fast not that hard just saying all right uh, let me do a bit of a volume adjust um Ari is not on tonight, um, he's actually doing an, a different work shift, so, being on the show, we're really cut into his sleep time, and, you know, especially to Mako-chan, sleep is precious.
2: I know those feels. Mm.
1: Five, I like sleep. Yeah, I know them 5am feels, but 4am feels? Woo, shit. i How like, yo, it just fire me already. Ah. <clears throat> <sighs> So, we're going to go around the room with, um, how was your week? How was your day? Mako! Uh,
2: yeah. Um, the week's been pretty okay. Yeah. Uh, decorated for Halloween.
1: For a split second, I thought you were going to say Christmas. I was going to throw the book at you.
2: No. No, this is me. Halloween definitely comes before Christmas. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I've been slowly getting stuff together for the shenanigans that will be happening when I go out to Colorado. I get to do three different Halloween costumes this year. Okay. And one of them, yeah, and one of them will be taking place with the lovely ladies over at. Uh, Night Creations. Uh, so
3: jealous!
2: Yeah, so... Uh, Saya and Yaten are doing Halloween spooky stuff. And I get to go out there for Halloween spooky stuff. And we will be doing... Uh, Biker Senshi. So I'm kind of really excited. I'm slowly getting stuff together for Jupiter... I have to sew patches onto my vest and paint my shirt and my leggings. I was going to get fishnets, but then I decided it might be cold.
1: <laughs> but you're a glutton for punishment. Because, but, so you like the cold.
2: I actually do like the colds, but um, I needed more pink in my outfit. So I actually got... A white shirt and white leggings to go under my vest and my skirt. And then I got a tie-dye, but it's in a spray bottle. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually going to be putting designs on the leggings and on the shirt in tape. And then spraying the shit out of them with different colors to give it like a kind of splotchy tie-dye look. And then the... Designs itself will just be white against the multicolored background Uh. So I'm really, really, really excited And then, you know, just trying to get everything together for that And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also excited I actually have the apartment to myself this weekend Because my cousin is going away for her birthday So I get to plot things that I want to do, which means that I'll actually probably be working on cosplay.
1: (laughs) Of course you are. Yeah, um,
2: I I did a bad thing today. Not that it was really a bad thing, but, you know, T-Mobile on their T-Mobile Tuesdays had a coupon For Halloween costumes, $20 off of a $40 order. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me go and see what is on there. Mm -hmm. So I went on there, and they have a plus-size red wedding dress.
1: Lydia Dietz! Yep. I fucking called it. I think...
2: So once I get that in, I actually do have a red putty coat already to go underneath it to floof it out more. So I just have to see what I can embellish on it so it doesn't look cheap. I'm hoping it doesn't look cheap. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited. Uh, that's definitely not for Halloween because I don't think I'll get it in time. But yeah, Lydia is coming to a convention near you. I'm excited.
1: Just say the B word. Yeah. I think you're like the second or third person on my Facebook that's doing Lydia. So I'm... Okay, no, wait. My friend Nikki, she did Lydia this past weekend at Comic-Con. I think my other friend Alexandra, she's doing Lydia for Halloween. So now that makes you.
2: Well, I mean, I did Lydia last year for Halloween. I did her black dress outfit and the big black sun hat. And then I had my Mimikyu pinned to my hat because you know sometimes you just need a little ghostly guardian mm. I really 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 want to do the outfit from the cartoon though
1: oh that's the one my friend Nikki did
2: yeah that's that's the outfit that I want to do with the whole you know red spiderweb kind of poncho so I will then have three Because I definitely will be doing that outfit. So yeah, I'm I'm excited, very 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 excited. But other than that, just getting ready for Halloween and uh, this weekend we're, well Friday we're going to a haunted hayride, which we do every year, which is you know really fun. I've been doing this freaking Haunted Hayride since I'm 14, 13, something like that. So
1: that means you have like a VIP seat or something like that? It's like you're on first name basis with these people?
2: Not really, because, you know, I tend to go in costume. (laughs) And because they're all in costume, I see them once a year, so I don't even know if I'm seeing the same people every year. But yeah, this weekend is going to be
1: fun. Sounds like a plan. All right. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day?
3: It's been fun. Um, I recently changed to my night schedule because I'm getting ready for a fashion show coming up. So that has been my main focus and everything like that. And because it's right before Halloween, I don't know if I'm even going to dress up for Halloween. Like, I love Halloween, but I kind of celebrate it all October. So usually what happens for me on Halloween is I end up just handing out candy, usually in the neighborhood. Um, Last year, we actually didn't get anybody at our door. So I don't even know if we'll even get trick-or-treaters or it'll just be me sitting in my house eating candy, you know, win, win, whatever. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't ever have the drive to really produce any big costumes or anything like that for Halloween or Halloween time, because I don't usually have anything to go to. Um, I mean, previous years, obviously pirate, you know, all these other things um, I've dressed up as before. It's one of those things where, because I costume all year long, I don't really need a specific time to do it. <laughs> so, I'll probably, if I do dress up, I might dress up in um, like EGL alternative fashion, or I may do something pinuppy since um, the line that I'm producing right now, the fashion line, is kind of like vampy, pinuppy, kind of goth meets 1950s mix. So, I've been working on that primarily. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> the show's at midnight in a goth club so like that's the Halloween celebration I'm doing um so it you know the only thing I can think of is if I went full like horror with it or something or did some gore makeup um other than that I think I'm just gonna dress how I normally do um yeah it's it's a weird set of set of circumstances for me but um i went to the ren fair earlier this weekend and i dressed up as one of the four like european elements so like you know earth wind fire and water so i was water um for those of you guys follow me on facebook i have a few pictures up of our group um yeah it was fun i mean i've been going to the ren fair since i was a little girl Um, I used to go to the Rin fair. I actually got like a favor from the queen for my costumes and stuff. So it's been really cool experiences. But like this past weekend was, was weird. (laughs) So my friends and I, we're all like, we're not small women. And I don't consider myself hugely like, as growing up as a, as a kid, as a nerdy kid, I always wanted to be kind of invisible. And even though I was big, because I was a big girl, like, I wanted to be invisible and unseen. So, like, I don't consider myself very, like, societally pretty. Like, normally pretty. I'm pretty in a weird way, which is cool. That's the way I love myself. But we kept getting, like, picked at by some dude bros at the Ren fair, which is, like, the first time I've ever experienced that, personally. Um So that was an unpleasant experience for me. Um, Unfortunately, we had an instance where a really drunk guy wanted a picture with me. And I told him that I didn't want a picture with him. And he still pressed me for it. And then when I finally was like, okay, we'll take this one picture. You know, he he wasn't handsy or anything. So that was a blessing. But at the same time, like, I was like, okay. And he was like, who's taking the picture? So I was like, okay, um, my friend will take it. Do you have, like, did you take the photo? Uh, We'll get it quickly so that, like, we're not taking... Because this spot is a spot that kind of drums up photography and things like that. So I didn't want to take over that spot for a long period of time. So I was like, we'll do it quickly. And he was like, oh, yeah, do it quickly so you can get away from the drunk guy. I'm like, if you're that self-aware of how much of a douchebag you're being, why are you Mm. putting people through this pace? And then later on when we all got a group photo together in the area... um. He came up and tried to get in
1: the photo again. Well, it's a good thing I wasn't there because you probably would have caught a roundhouse kick to the jaw.
3: I mean, like, and we're all strong females. Like, we yelled at him and told him off afterwards. Like, my friends were like, no,
1: like, step off. Like, get right. the fuck out. And I, and I totally get that. And I ain't stepping up because of y'all. I know y'all are strong females, but you know what? One I know. It's black nice up, to have you know?
3: friends that support you and, like, friends that are a good, like, presence there. But at the same time, like, dude, one, we told you to go. And two, we told you to get the fuck out. Like, why? It's not funny. It's not edgy. Even your friends are telling you, dude, don't be that guy. Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) You need to go. You need to take your little drunk ass home. You need to take it over to the bar. You need to go. Whatever you need to do, sober up. And then, okay, later on, I'll make this quick because I know I'm having, like, this long weekend day. But it was just a weird it's a weird situation because I I I've been privileged enough in my life that I've never had to deal with it because I am I am not, societally pretty and because I'm knowledgeable that usually keeps people who are just looking for the titties or the ass away. That is usually a deterrent because I am a giant fucking nerd. It is a deterrent because, yes. Um. So what ends up what ended up happening after that was we ended up having a poor, severely awkward gentleman come up to us. It was just me and my friend left over after the other two left because they had been there. Like, I have friends who have season pests, so they go all the time. Mm -hmm. And so they'd left. They'd gone. And we were just standing there, and my husband was right beside us. And this guy came over, and he wasn't in costume or anything. He was in, like, normie clothes, and he was talking like – um. I'm a Halo officer, but, like, I am not in my costume. I wore it yesterday. It's just really hot today. I was like, oh, that's so cool. That's really fine. Like, I love meeting other cosplayers. I love it. I love talking shop. I love doing all that stuff. I'm super friendly. Like, apparently I'm so friendly. I'm over myself sometimes. Okay, which is okay. why I
1: have great friends. All right. Um, it you go. It you go. It you go. Yeah. It's only oh so much time we have on the show. Yeah. Okay. But he ended up being like,
3: do you sirens seduce anyone? And I'm like, that's just something you don't say. To a stranger that you've never met wait,
1: And wait, you're wait, mumbling wait, it wait, at me wait, wait, wait. And I, it's, I, I, I don't know I, I think that kind of falls under a double standard I think a guy saying that Is okay If he comes off a little suave And a little cool You know This was a gentleman who
3: I don't know if he was socially awkward Or if mm. he was on the spectrum Or if he was in a situation where he was uncomfortable To talk to two females or, or to the group that we were, because we were three people together and he was approaching us by himself, mm. but it was a very uncomfortable situation. Cause he was like, oh yeah, I wanna role play it out. I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird, but all right. I mean, like I've been in LARP before, Um, at Ren Fair there are people that like to be in character and stuff like that, but at the same time, one, you're not in costume, and two, you came up to us out of the blue and you're kind of mumbling.
1: all All alright, okay okay. Yeah, so those were the
3: situations I was put in And that was basically my weekend day
1: um,
3: um, We were very cordial to him And we were basically like, oh I'm sorry, we have to go Like we need to get out of this situation But at the same time It was just really awkward And I've never been in those situations before So we tried to be cordial With this gentleman And the gentleman before just being an asshole Fun times
1: Hmm. That was a lot. Can't say it was boring. I believe it. Well, my weekend day was more quiet. I just kind of stayed offline and just worked on some photo, some photo shoots. I think there's a couple of photo shoots I'm going to work on tomorrow. So this week I did photo shoots, watched TV, went out, got a haircut. I mean, I really didn't do anything that that special. It was like, eh. I got other stuff coming down the pipe that I need to focus and work on. Um, I haven't gotten my Umai Crate for September yet because I think because it was a tsunami or something that happened. So, my package got delayed, so it should be coming soon. I also got a notification that my October one may also have been delayed because of that. So, I'm just like, yeah, as long as it gets to me, I don't really care. Um... I'm on a slightly different work shift, so I have to get up a little bit earlier, so I'm just like, I'm like literally almost the walking dead trying to get up in the morning, so. I know those feels. Yeah, but I've adjusted my sleep pattern, so, you know, I have a little bit more sleep now, so that's not so bad. Um, That's basically has been my weekend day, and getting back into playing Metroid Samus Returns, because once I finish that, I'm probably going to jump right into uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, and then I'm probably going to finish River City, uh, Rival Showdown, and then jump into the song Dragon Quest, so, and that's it, um, let's see, what else is on, coming down the pipeline, um, as a reminder, we're switching over to, uh, Twitch TV for our live show, uh, we will still be podcasting, but there'll be a a uh, live show for y'all to check us out. Uh, that probably won't happen until December, January. Uh, we'll be transitioning along with some of the other shows here on the VOG Network, such as the Bobby Blackwolf Show and Orange Lounge Radio. The only downside is that, well, it might not be that much of a downside, but I always have, like, like when I'm playing for the podcast, for the shows, while I'm doing other things with the head with my headphones, like listening to, like, edits and stuff like that, but... I might still be able to do it. it. shouldn't be that much of an issue, but I'm kind of looking forward to it. We'll see how things come through. So we're going to go ahead, take our first break. And when we get back, oh, my Lord. Whew. Yeah. Holy crap. I mean, I, I, honestly, I wasn't surprised. I, I really wasn't.
2: No, no, not at all.
1: All right. So so um, we'll be back. Nothing like the old school. Um, One thing I forgot to mention on my weekend day was, you know, every Tuesday I go to Buffalo Wild Wings, pick up their special for dinner, and I come home and I watch NCIS and prep for the show. But because of my commute and other things that was was happening, I forgot to place my order. So I downloaded the app and tried to process the order. Wouldn't go through. Went to the mobile web, tried to process my order. Wouldn't go through. Called the location to place my order. I get put on hold for about three and a half minutes. I hang up. I call back. They put me on hold. Three and a half minutes go by again. I'm like, I am going to strangle you right through the phone. Call back. I finally get my order through. It took about a, a minute this time. So I finally go and pick up my order. And I get, and I notice that she put extra dipping cups in. And I'm like, okay, all right. There's some redemption here fair enough, and I get home, and one of of my sauces I got was the um, enchilada, which is not bad, and I just hit fuck it and got the pumpkin ale one, and I'm like, this is not bad, and the one with the pumpkin ale, the sauce is like almost all over the bag, but thankfully everything is on one side, so it doesn't damage the other stuff, so I take them out, and I put them on my plate, on my my tray, and I open both containers, instead of nine wings, there was ten, five in each, so I'm like, well, I got an extra wing and like three extra dipping cups. I think that's a bit of a redemption right there in within itself. Yay. You sound happy. Huh? Hmm? You sound happy. I
2: haven't had wings in a while.
1: Uh, and I'm looking at our staff chat about Lydia Dietz costumes. Aren't they doing like a Beetlejuice musical or something like that? They're uh,
3: Beetlejuice musical and it's the 25th
1: anniversary Yeah, I yeah so.
2: the um, movie is being re-released in theaters. I, They're doing a musical.
1: I want to see the, see it in theaters. I, I kind of want to see it. Mm. But um Okay, normally w- we save this track for um strange news from Japan. But um Given what we're about to talk about, it, it kind of fits. We're talking about uh, Anime Fest at NYCC, sponsored by Anime Expo, and it's and when we when we talk about this, you'll be picturing that scene from uh, Airplane where everyone does the forehead slap. So what it is is that. AX's parent organization, the SBJA, and Repop, which is the parent organization near Comic Con, joined forces to create duh, 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 anime fest at NYCC at Cross Anime Expo. And when this was announced in July, there was mixed reactions. Some people thought, oh, it's going to be earlier in the year. Nope. Same weekend as Comic Con. Ah. <sighs> Now con goers who are tired of New York Comic Con's bullshit was like red flags were raised when they found out about this. It was that was being held at Pier 94 the same weekend as Comic Con 20 blocks away. Not even in the same location. There's there's no explanation as to why the chief reason the initial turnout was so depressing but there are several candidates as this article goes thank you ANN and I can verify this being a typical New Yorker number one the location was nearly 15 city blocks from the main convention center okay to get there you could walk up to 52nd Street I believe you could catch the M12 bus going all the way up you can uber or Lyft or you can take the 7 train to Times Square and then catch A1 train to uh, 59th Street or you can catch the A or C or E train to 59th Street and then walk. It's like making a giant Yui. Also, there was a lack of programming. As it was told by me, there were two programming tracks, panel A and panel B's. Yeah,
2: and most of the bigger programming was still done at Comic-Con. Yep. Funimation was still over at Comic-Con. Viz was still over at Comic-Con. Any of the big names still were at Comic-Con. They did not even send them over to the anime section.
1: And it's kind of sad that people compared this to Dashcon levels of bullshit. I want to give a shout out to Twitter user Frankius, F-R-A-X-I-N-U-S. There's a tweet from him of a sign that says, Welcome to the schoolyard. Welcome to the info booth scheduled for sign up for group games or hang out here during free play hours. It's a giant square of of AstroTurf and like this giant plastic round pinwheel of colors and like five fucking hula hoops.
2: Yeah, it was a bunch of um, games that you would play while you were, like, in kindergarten. That big round thing was actually a parachute.
1: Okay, okay. The only thing about this I like is the goddamn uh, beanbag pillows, because y'all all know I want one of these. Good lord.
2: Yeah, and the funny thing is, I was reading one of the articles, um,
1: yeah.
2: and the people at New York Comic Con were giving incorrect information on where the anime convention was.
1: Mm. Wow.
2: And I know one guy posted, he's, he's like, you know, I just want to make sure where I'm supposed to be going. I think the website says it was, like, 91, and she's like, no, it's 64. And he's like, well, the website says 91, and she's like, no, it's 64. So he actually went to wherever that was and took a picture and said, wow, this convention is great, and it's nothing. It was just a park.
1: Now, uh, when they first showed you, they said it was Pier 52. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Ugh.
2: Yeah, I don't think any of them actually knew where the fuck this they thing was really supposed to be. They really didn't
1: advertise it.
3: Yeah, I heard that there was a lot of lack of signage mm-hmm. and lack of organization, and there wasn't any staff on the streets, and there weren't any signs on the streets, so, like, just a kind of, like, especially if it's your new convention, like, at least send out an email confirming all the information.
1: And as uh, Dr. Tzuya says our chat chatroom at live.vognetwork.com, no ball pit? No ball pit, sir, but as Mako-chan said, giant parachute. As we continue to look at this, um, as Twitter user Dog Barking Bees says, Hey, New York Comic Con, you should be ashamed that you charge an extra fee for this bacon spectacle. NYCC Anime Fest was a joke, and the typical anime fan is going to be young enough to fall for this, think it's going to be fun and exciting. And look at these pictures, thinking of put this shit in the goddamn Hotel Pennsylvania and called it a motherfucking day. Mm hmm. And funny thing, somebody was telling me that, oh, the whole of Pennsylvania is too much of a, of a clusterfuck of a hotel and too small. The hell with the cl- the clusterfuck aspect of it, but it would have been perfect.
2: Yeah, I, I was reading something and it basically said that Friday was dead. Yep. Saturday, they did reach max capacity.
1: What, 100 people?
2: No, max capacity was about seven thousand.
1: I call bullshit on that.
2: They said that you know they were that some people were being told they could not be allowed into the building because of fire code.
1: I call bullshit on that. I'm just saying, from Mm -hmm. what I've read, if it's true, then it's true. But seriously, I'm calling bullshit.
2: The other thing, from what I was seeing, and I couldn't find anything to verify this. But they were saying if you purchased an anime convention ticket that got you into Comic Con.
1: Which is absolutely incorrect. There are people who are saying about one year about PAX East. Oh, if you got Pax East badges, you could go to Anime Boston. Not true.
2: And as well, when, you I, technically could in a video.
1: Yeah. You mean the portal app at your science. And as Twitter user Sasu Riger says This person coined this con as the anime ghetto. Just what you need. A bunch of anime characters dressed in hood, sitting on the front stoops of the pier. Just see Goku just sitting there and Tim's just rolling a joint, you know? Shit. God.
3: I also heard that they had some thefts in the vendors hall as well this weekend. I mean, there's been a lot of thefts recently Mm -hmm. with vendors halls and stuff like that, but, like, my vendor friends out there, just be very careful and very aware when you're setting up and breaking down because they are getting a little bit more ballsy with thefts and things like that. Um, So, yeah, just be aware.
1: I hear you. And as one picture from from A&N... At AnimeFest's main stage, 10 attendees sit in for a panel called Voice Actors Go Full Weeaboo. Well, you get the same amount of people, doesn't matter what day that that panel is being held. In an interview conducted prior to the event, Pop event director Michael Armstrong explained that the split venue programming was a result of AnimeFest's announcement timing. Vendors and exhibitors had already purchased space at the Javits at the time of announcement. If anime companies wanted to ad- add additional programming or booths to the Pier 94 space, they would have to pay an additional fee to use the space on top of what they were committed to NYCC. Some companies opted to do both. Some passed on the opportunity. Others took the programming. Otherwise, they have a space at Javits the Javits Anime Fest. Which makes sense. But you know what? Instead of surprising motherfuckers about that at the last minute, you should have planned this shit out for 2019. The anime fe- oh god. No. It's... It it, it, ah. it, it... it was really bad. I'm sorry. It was bad. Now, as one person posted a screenshot, it showed uh, the fence over it, like, oh, I guess this is where it is. And people started calling it, uh, jail con. Prison con. I posted a meme of Fry that said, not sure if anime convention or jailhouse. I also posted to me a picture of a correctional's bus saying, "Oh, here's a shuttle bus to NY to New York to Anime Fest." Look, listen. If somebody from Anime Expo was listening to this, I just want y'all to know something. This is y'all's second attempt at a convention here in New York City. You failed both times. Stay on the West Coast. We don't need you. Seriously. We don't need you. Yeah, fucked it up twice. Let us on the East Coast run shit the way they were, okay? And I know some of you West Coasters are talking about throwing Oticon Vegas at you, at us, but you know what? Unlike Anime Fest at NYCC, Oticon Vegas was like it was actually a higher success because it wasn't an industry convention. You actually had oh, I don't know, oh, say fans running the event, okay? So. If y'all really want to try this shit next year and you're gonna try to pull it the same weekend just do weekend badges for this anime event for $35 $40 put it at the Hotel Pennsylvania have at it simple as that if you're gonna have dealers on it cut them some spec some slack on prices remember there is a comic convention that actually is held there They do pretty good. You might want to call them up for information on how to properly run it it there. And that's all I have to say about that.
0: Hmm.
1: Think I got my point across? Maybe. I hope so. And speaking about getting your points across, Ichigo, what is going on with Pop Team Epic?
3: Well, you know, there are ways to be edgy and then there are ways not to be edgy. And ways not to be edgy also include things like not stealing copyrighted stuff, even if it's parody, without the creator's permission. Space Adventure Cobra's creator calls out Pop Team Epic for using design without permission. The Pop Team Epic manga and anime are known for spoofing other franchises. However... Crossover copyright issues sometimes land creator Bakub Okawa in hot water, especially on Twitter. Okawa had to post a new apology on Wednesday after borrowing content from Buichi Terasawa's Space Adventure Cobra manga and anime series, which is a little bit of an older series, granted, um, but still a goodie. Okawa's birthday was Wednesday, and he made a celebratory tweet. Terasawa retweeted the post with the following message. This is someone with no manners. Stop using Cobra's Psycho Gun as you like. Get permission from my manager. Tarasawa's tweet has since been deleted. Although Tarasawa apparently erased his initial tweet, he posted several more items to clarify that he was referencing the official Pop Team Epic sweatshirt that was revealed as a, a crossover collaboration with the Japanese apparel company Candy Striper, Um, And it was depicting Pop Team Epic's character, Popko, as the title character from Space Adventure Cobra, complete with Psycho Gun accessory. Since the sweatshirt was a collaboration, the company had unveiled the design late last year. And in a tweet from November, the company described as Popko holding a Psycho Gun in her left hand on the shirt. The Psycho Gun is Cobra's trademark item in Space Adventure Cobra, so Teresawa... Also retweeted that tweet, which Candy Striper has since deleted, but as we all know the internet, it never leaves. Internet users following the controversy soon reported that the listing for the sweatshirt was removed from Pop Team Epic's anime's official website. Okawa tweeted an apology to Tarasawa and Space Adventure Cobra fans on Wednesday, including a second apology for responding to the situation late. He added that he hopes the people in charge of managing copyrights can deal with the matter swiftly. Um, yeah. So again, sometimes people appreciate parody and sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. But it can be more appreciated if you ask permission first.
1: Yeah, like um, like um, the whole with Weird Al, Coolio, and Gangsta's Paradise. You know, even though he ha- he did it anyway, he still wanted Coolio's blessing but exactly yeah, they, they, they squared that away several years later though so i'm kind of happy about that okay all right Marco, i know you're a little emotional about this just a scotch.
2: yeah i was very excited to uh hear this so the A new teaser trailer was unveiled at New York Comic-Con for the eighth and final season of Voltron Legendary Defender. At the panel, um, the video is actually, you know, a really good video, but uh, it was basically announced at that point that the premiere will be on Netflix on December 14th. So, yeah. Uh, DreamWorks Animation describes the eighth season. After saving the Earth, the Paladins embark to prevent Honovra uh, from setting into motion her deadliest plan yet. It's a race against the clock as the Voltron Coalition gathers from the corners of the galaxy to defend the universe once and for all. Mm so yeah um what i don't see though is how many episodes this season is gonna be
1: 13
2: where do you see that
1: i checked the wiki and somebody else told me this yesterday that it's only 13 episodes ah
2: Well, I mean, that's not bad. Yep. Uh, some of the seasons have been as small as six episodes.
1: Yeah, because they split them. You know, like seasons three and four was split. You know.
2: Yeah. So I'm I'm glad at least it's a you know semi full season.
1: Yeah, and seasons yeah, three, four, five, and six were split seasons. So. But um, it
2: just the way that had been going, it makes me wonder if they're going to go into the next series of Ultron.
1: Oh, yeah. um, uh, The vehicle force.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, let, let, let me look up something real quick. Uh,
2: I mean, ju- just mm-hmm. how season seven was going.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It, it definitely was tying into that. Yeah but whether or not we'll actually get that i mean it would be really nice because they're actually doing really well with the series
1: i know um i I just want to look up something on the wiki really quick because you had three series of voltron lion force voltron which is far universe vehicle team voltron which is near universe and gladiator voltron middle universe the third series oh excuse me Gladiator Voltron, Voltron the middle universe it never happened due to ratings of the second series Vehicle Team Voltron which I admit I had one of the sets as a kid and I was like I was fuming because I didn't want this set, I wanted the lions I didn't want the vehicles
2: I think everybody wanted the lions but at the same time they're doing so well Mm -hmm. with this series Uh, just to have them end it it sucks.
1: I know, but also when you think <laughs> about it, you you can't draw it out forever. I mean, shit. Oh no! I mean, look at I Friends. Know... Look at Scrubs. Look at the Simpsons. Oh yeah, you know?
2: yeah. No, I'm not thinking that they should right. draw it out forever, but for them to, you know, say, oh hey, you know, here's another series. It's based off of this one, and we've already introduced you to the characters. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I would like to see, like I said, if things go what I kind of hope it does. I like to see them do like maybe like a one season or uh, a ninety minute special about the other team that could form vehicle team Voltron. They could call it Voltron Stories of the Garrison, and it could be about the vehicle team. I could s- maybe something like that. It's, I think it all depends on if there's any enemies still left or somebody new picks up the helm or something like that i am curious
2: yeah i mean it all depends on how this season is gonna end Mm -hmm. they could you know completely make peace with everything by the end of this season or they could just go right into the new series
1: yep so I, I, I can't wait. I know there's gonna be tears. I haven't watched the trailer yet, but from what I was told, they have new outfits and it's very reminiscent as 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 an homage to the original um, Voltron slash Golion uniforms. So I'm like, uh-huh. Okay, alright, let's do this shit, you know. And I'm looking at like the little screen cap as Shiro's standing and looking like Mr. Rogers and shit, you know. <laughs> Okay, I, 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 I kinda I kinda can't
2: wait. Yeah, this is definitely a series I want to own.
1: Well, the first two seasons are on D V D. That I can tell you.
2: Yeah, I know, but I want a box set.
1: Me too. Me too. <laughs> I will get the individual DVDs and watch me go out and get like a the Blu-ray box set. But um
2: Yeah, I, I was <laughs> This past weekend, I was actually looking at the build kit for Voltron.
1: The Lego one? The Lego one?
2: Uh, no, the actual legit build kit.
1: Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Ooh.
2: Yeah, it was like 68 bucks. And the only thing going through my head was, I'm taking a trip and I can't buy this. I'm taking a trip and I can't buy this.
1: You take the trip and you find it for 50 bucks.
2: If if that happens, yeah, then my ass is grabbing it, but.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I was very upset to leave it.
1: <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Okay. Um, Moving right along. Something happened at, at one of the Tokyo wards and, the, and its mayor had to apologize because of something that happened. So manga creator Saho yamamoto who has made works such as okazaki ni sasagu and mujihina 8-bit the creator visited the ward of the tokyo senegaya ward the ward office uh i would say this uh, last monday to participate in an international manga workshop related to a sister city program with australia when yamamoto arrived it didn't go as as planned as, as she wanted. She tweeted later that day, I had a job with the Setagaya ward office, but it was so terrible, all I could do was laugh. Yamamoto posted a four-page manga about the event on her Twitter uh, the following day. In this script, uh, Yamamoto explained that after she, arrived in, after she arrived, the person in charge at the ward office told her they had lost the data she needed that she had sent. The official then told Yamamoto that the event had been double booked, placing the blame on her and said that they would deduct the cancellation fee from her payment. Children were waiting, so Yamamoto conducted the event and went back to talk to the official more after it ended. The official then told Yamamoto there was no problem after all and offered an excuse before she left. Yamamoto added in a separate tweet that she had also paid for materials for the event. She then clarified that, including all the related planning and preparation, the job actually amounted to four days of work. Twitter users responded to the incident with sympathy for Yamamoto and criticism towards the ward officials. The manga tweet had received nearly 100,000 retweets as of that following Wednesday. Wow. In the light of public outcry, ward officials contacted her that day. Senegai Award Mayor Nobuta Hosaka tweeted an apology on Wednesday. He said officials had confirmed the circumstances of the incident and apologized to Yamamoto and other affected people. Hosaka said that a meeting with Yamamoto was to be held the same day to apologize directly, discuss discuss what caused the problems, and help prevent a similar incident from happening again. I think they did good on that. Granted, I think that um, official needs better um, tact, but other than that, you know... All good things. Eh, eh?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You say that a lot.
3: I say what a lot? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm? Yep. <laughs> it's a good active listening
2: sound.
1: Perhaps. All right, I now- found the
2: kit for 55 bucks.
1: I think you might need to um, link that to me. I might just be curious in regards to that.
3: Talking more about uh, popular manga
1: creators? Yup, That's all.
3: Okay, I was going to say, this is Shonen Jump is to publish Yu-Gi-Oh! Creators Takahashi's uh, short manga, the new RWBY, or Ruby,
1: for those who
3: are fans of Rooster Teeth. I I think
1: it's pronounced Ribby. Everyone says it's Ribby. I'm just like, okay.
3: It's a W. I'm going to say it like how a lot of my friends who are fans of cosplay it. They say it's Ruby. I'm going to say it's Ruby. So, I'm sorry, fans. I'm going to say it how I say it. You say it how you say it. You know, pop, coke, soda. Mm. We we all do it different. Spice of life! <laughs> um, Biz Media announced on Saturday that its English digital edition of the weekly Shonen Jump will publish Kazuki Takahashi's new short manga, the comic, and a new ruby manga by bunta kinami this fall the comic will debut in shuisha's weekly shonen jump in japan on october 15th and the first chapter will have 53 pages it's a very pretty um piece if you want to look up the art i'm going to link the link in the chat Mm -hmm. for you guys to see that right now and the Manga is commemorating the 50th anniversary of the weekly Shonen Jump. And the series will center on the rookie manga creator Genko and his secret. This is the komik. Um Takahashi's Yulia manga ran in the weekly Shonen Jump from 1996 to 2004. And the manga launched an international hit franchise that continues to <laughs> duel till this day. Uh, with card games, anime, toys, and newer manga series. Takahashi won Comic-Con International's Inkpot Award in July 2015, and the award recognized individuals for outstanding contributions to comics, science fiction, fantasy, uh, film, television, animation, and fandom. Uh, Shiro Miwa drew an earlier adaptation of Suisha's Ultra Jump, from November 2015 to February 2017, Viz Media published the manga in its English edition of the Weekly Shonen Jump magazine, beginning in October 2017, and also publishes the manga in print. Viz also publishes the Ruby manga anthology series. The original Ruby web-animated series by the late creator Monty Ohm follows four girls with unique weapons and powers who are training to hunt supernatural creatures of Grimm. The manga is a prequel about these four girls who would eventually make up Team Ruby upon enrolling in Beacon Academy. The manga story, supervised by Rooster Teeth reveals the mystery hidden in four trailers presented in Japan. Um, it looks like it's gonna be pretty good because it's being overseen by the original studio. And uh, yeah, in general, um,
1: it's I'm excited to see what they do. Sounds like a plan. Maybe this will give it some better traction because that that Blazor cross tag battle with Ribby really didn't do as well as Arc System Works planned. Yeah. Enough about that. We're moving right along. Um, we
2: are. <laughs> Sorry, I found a twelve hundred dollar voltron figure
1: uh link me to that i probably know what it is but i i'm kind of curious as to what it is
2: yeah there you go all right let's see all right so yeah i'll i'll, oh. I'll start talking about
1: okay okay uh yeah yeah i i yeah. i, I kind of see why uh-huh um yeah that reminds me one of the 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 one of these Ron and half SH figure arts I have to get my hands on is out of print. a Tendo. It's going anywhere between a hundred and ten and hundred and fifty dollars, and I'm kind of uh. pissed. I was supposed to buy it off for a friend of mine a year ago for thirty five, but somebody he sold it to somebody else. You traitorous bastard.
2: <laughs> anyway, going from uh one fandom to another to. Celebrate the uh, Weekly Shonen Jump's 50th anniversary. They have been doing special uh, magazine editions. Mm. The next one coming out is actually a special edition that is titled Yu Yu Hakusho Jump. And it's actually going to contain the top 10 chapters of Yu Yu Hakusho manga voted by fans, as well as the manga's final chapter, uh, Sorai Kata. And again, this is for the 50th anniversary of Weekly Shonen Jump, and is the second of four planned special editions that will contain chapters from their... ...most popular... Uh, ...entities. The first special edition was for Fist of the North Star. Uh, the third special edition will be for Dragon Ball. And the fourth special edition is for uh, Kinnikuman. And then for those that haven't been listening to me... ...talk about Yu Yu Hakusho... ...they are coming out for the 25th anniversary of the series a new original animation which will be uh, screening in cinema in Japan on October 6th so that actually just screened yay Um, they'll also be screening uh, with that the first episode of the original anime as well as the new anime and as they're shipping it there will be an OVA which will ship with the fourth part of the 25th anniversary Blu-ray box collection. And that's coming out October
1: 26th. Ooh, I kind of can't wait. I mean, you gotta admit, I mean, this is a show in Japan that gave Dragon Ball Z a run for its money in the ratings for a solid year and a half. Uh
2: Uh-huh. My issue is with the new series, I can't believe they cut Kurama's hair.
1: Wait, wait. This is like this is not a single shot. This is like a ac- new series.
2: No, the OVA. Okay,
1: I was gonna say because the way they're phrasing it, it's like, wait, are we also getting a new series as well? You know.
2: No, oh, yeah. it's um, it's basically kind of like a one-shot deal. It's an OVA, but it's kind of its own story. But they mm-hmm. cut his hair. I'm so disappointed. You'll live. No, no, I won't. Sure, you will. No, they—they they chopped his hair off. That's disappointing.
1: There, 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 there. It's going to be, hush you. It's going to be all right.
2: It. I, I. I realize that it's going to be all right, but at the same time. Basically, his hair was one of his best features, and they chopped the fuck off of it. Pisses me off.
1: A lot of things piss you off, Makochan.
2: Everything pisses me off. It's just easier that way.
1: You do live up to your namesake of Mandy from Grim Adventures.
2: Yeah, pretty much. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on Vognetwork.com, use the passphrase, debt. Oh. Now those are two figures I wouldn't mind having.
1: Well, maybe this little picture here will make you feel better. (laughs) Yeah. I kind of yeah, want yeah, that works. I kind of want it. Keyword kind. That would works. definitely be
2: interesting. Yeah.
1: Well, then there's also um, this shirt here. Um, yep.
2: I saw that. <laughs> the fact that they're coming out with, you know, meme shirts for Bowsette is kind of amusing.
1: It is. Have you seen that one comic? Someone actually wrote, someone actually did it with all of the popular waifus and stuff, telling Bowsette, "Oh, y- y- your fifteen minutes is just about." Mhm. I'm I'm really I'm really amused by that.
2: Yeah, I saw that one.
1: All right. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, I think we've got gotten to the end here. So. I, I guess it's time to flip it on over to uh, Strange News from Japan. I I guess I'll take the last article because I can kind of relate to this in some ways. Okay. Between you and Ichigo, who's going to do number one, who's doing number two? I don't know, Ichigo, which one do you want? I think we lost her. No, she's still here.
2: Is she muted? Don't be muted.
1: Unless her microphone is giving her the middle finger. Skype might be giving her the middle finger.
3: Skype gave me the middle finger. Oh, my God. I don't even know what happened. It, like, closed, and I couldn't do anything to unmute my mic. And I was like, no, God, what happened? Why? It does that. I don't know why the new edition of Skype will just randomly close, or it'll kick me, like, it'll log me out, and it'll make me log in again. And I'm like, wait, but what? Why? Skype, you're part of our strange news from Japan now. Good job, Skype. I'll take the uh, second one because it's a little bit tamer
2: than the first one.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, you gotta Let me pull everything up.
1: Well, you gotta admit, this one is kind of up Mako chan's uh, alley because she would be too busy g- judging the person based on the smut that the person was reading anyway. So. Probably. I
3: missed out on a perfect pun The internet is for porn. <laughs> <laughs> or apparently in mako article it is.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. We're, we're talking about porn. And obviously this is not necessarily something that you should be looking at while at work. Not that I don't know anybody that hasn't, you know, slipped a little... Entertainment into their lives But yeah So uh, Kobe University Waxes poetic about working in a spirit Of integrity, freedom, and cooperation Which are all Admirable virtues For an institute of higher learning However there are limits to how far Freedom can be stretched A 40-something Male administrative worker whose name has not been released, was hired back in 2016 to perform clerical work. Uh, Basically, uh, document management, uh, providing general assistance to human resources. Uh, However, he decided to take on one more project, and that is using his workplace computer to look at lots and lots of porn. So
3: much porn!
2: (sighs) So, an anonymous tip was received in December uh, by the school, and an investigation was carried out in which it was discovered that the worker had spent 1,220 hours looking at adult websites since he was hired.
1: And, for the record, they know this because when you're given a work laptop, they monitor it through the IP addresses at work, so they know what machine you're on and IP address, they can just go look in the logs and see what site you have been to.
3: Yes, you should have downloaded that VPN. V-
1: <laughs> nope, that won't even help you sometimes.
2: I know, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> so uh yeah, his fetish fix was for erotic manga and illustrations of the adult section on Pixiv. He admitted to the allegation, saying, I did it to relax between assignments. Uh, And while that doesn't necessarily mean he limited his uh, manga browsing to official breaks, his computer log shows that roughly 730 of the hours he spent on adult sites coincided with times he was supposed to be working.
1: Uh, So... uh
2: Yeah, so Kobe University announced that the man is suspended from work for six months. Which, not for nothing, seems surprisingly lenient. uh, Since he was spending an average of 50 hours a month watching porn.
1: Yeah.
2: And I mean, not for nothing... I don't know a job here that would suspend somebody and not just fire them.
1: Well, I could tell you a story of two people got fired for maxing out the data caps on their phones for watching Netflix. We used to, they suspected that they let their kids watch Netflix while they were at, while they're at work, while they left the phone at work. I mean, at home for the kids. Don't, do, <laughs> don't do shit like that. The fuck is wrong with you?
3: At least connect it to your own Wi-Fi, like when you're in a place that connects
1: to Wi-Fi. But here's the thing. Not every person knows, has the common sense to do that. That's the thing.
3: No, I know. And sometimes even when I'm in an area, if my phone is acting up or like turning on and turning off again, I'll just turn off the Wi-Fi. And if I don't remember to turn it back on again, you notice I I set alarms for myself for my data. But
2: Mm -hmm. yeah. I have done that quite often. I've been in a place where the Wi-Fi was shit, so I turned it off and then came home and forgot to turn it back on and was just browsing and browsing and browsing.
1: Whoops. Well, it happens, you know. Well, I guess
3: not bad on that end, you're taking too much. But speaking of someone who took so little, Uh, uh, Fukuoka Sr., just the one. Just the one. He was arrested for stealing a single grape, and he denies the charges. He probably would have gotten away with it, too, if he didn't insist on peeling the darn thing. Uh, what? You may have woken up today feeling the world is a slightly better place. Well, it's no coincidence because Fukuoka Prefecture Police just announced that they arrested the 73-year-old man for the crime of eating a grape from a storefront. Very serious uh, allegations. What? Oh. The incident occurred approximately at 9.50 a.m. on the morning of October the 3rd outside of a green grocer in Higashi Ward, Fukuoka City. The suspect allegedly walked past the front of the store, pinched off a single grape valued at 55 yen or 48 cents U.S., and ate it. Just then, he was apprehended by the store manager, who'd been secretly watching, and turned over to police the scoundrel. 55 yen for one grape might seem quite expensive, depending on where you're from, but it's not uncommon in Japan, as many of the fruit and vegetables in Japan are actually higher priced than you would see in the U.S. or other countries. In the fruit that they display in the article, there are sets of grapes ranging from about $10 to about $17, or uh, 1,200 yen to 2,000 yen. So it's one of those things where they were nice grapes. You can't just, you, you can't sample. No sampling the wares.
2: Yeah, Japan has this thing about having regular fruit and having gourmet fruit? They do. They do the same things with melons. Um, yes. If you remember
3: they also back have... in the 90s, they have the square melons and the alcoholic
2: melons. Mm. Yeah, and now they're doing completely colorless fruit. Strawberries, like just,
3: watermelons, yeah. all that stuff. They're taking the red out. They're seeking Marceline on all the fruit in Japan. And... <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> In an almost nauseatingly unflinching uh, dedication to due process, the police are currently investigating the suspect's connection to past incidents of grape peels found on the sidewalk as well. If found guilty, he could be responsible for damages running upwards of $9. Oh, my lord. The suspect also denies the charges, saying he wasn't stealing at the time.
1: Other readers
3: of the news, however, were far less sympathetic. Wasted his bright future for just one grape. That's a very uh, all-might thing to say. (laughs) A crime's a crime, regardless of how much it is. He was ruining the entire bunch by stealing one grape. Throw the book at him. I think due to the nature of his crimes, he should be tried as a child. This is like something from an ethics textbook.
1: This reminds me of an episode of The Simpsons where um, Lisa uh, uh, pegged on um, Marge to tell the the cashier that she, the charger for one grape that she ate. Because she kept saying, she kept saying, telling, uh, Lisa kept saying that was stealing.
3: Whether you abhor the suspect's behavior or not, everyone can agree. It was the peeling of the grapes that did him in. In the end, he was allegedly a victim of habit, as peeling grapes before eating is a common custom in Japan, often because the varieties of grapes sold typically have thick skins. Sadly, many people just don't realize that for various reasons, such as added nutrition, delectable texture, and more efficient larceny, eating grape skins is recommended by 9 out of 10 doctors and degenerates alike.
1: Oh my gosh. A grape. A fucking grape. Wow. Yep.
3: It's not a grape escape. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I'll I'll escort myself out. Boo. Throw it a bunch
1: at her. Oh, don't whine about it, Ranma. I'm gonna put my foot down if you don't stop. <laughs> Good lord. So, as we move from grapely things to uh, mass transit issues, I this is something that I deal with from time to time, and I find myself guilty of like we all pass out on the subway going to work and coming from home. Sometimes we wake up, you know, when we're supposed to. Sometimes we kind of get like a little nudge or something to wake up or we nudge the person, let them know, yeah, you, your head's on my shoulder. But in Japan, things went slightly different. It's a needlessly violent reaction to an everyday thing that happens. Because what happened was a Japanese man... Basically hit a woman in the head with his phone after she was le- leaned after she fell asleep on him, more or less. Now the thing about Japan, if you don't know, the trains get very crowded. If you're if you ride the subway for on a regular basis, you kinda know this. Now, if you catch a seat, you won't be by yourself for that long. It will get crowded. And a lot of people nap on the train. Sometimes you get down to an art form where You fall asleep after your second or third stop, and you wake up at the stop or the stop prior to yours. Now,
2: yeah, the good thing with Japan is because they run on time, you can actually set an alarm so that you wake up before your stop.
1: Which is really good. New York City, not so much. Mm. Now, there is a video that's out there it shows this man this was taken by someone named Sakurada pc basically what happened was there was a woman she was asleep she fell asleep head was in her arms and she was like crouched over in her seat and i guess she was kind of leaning towards her um she was leaning towards her right her left onto the guy's uh shoulder he pulls out a cell phone, whaps her right in the head, and puts the phone right back in his, um, suitcase, in his briefcase. Wow.
2: And, mind you,
1: he was very calm about it. It was like... Now, when that video went up on Twitter, the netizens had a few things to say. There's no way that guy would have done that if he had been some tough-looking dude sitting next to him. He hit her because she's a woman, and he figured she wouldn't hit him back. Some people are saying he didn't want to use his hand to push her off because he didn't want to be accused of being a train groper. But that can't be the reason, can it? Even if he was trying to be avoid being called a chican, that's assault, which is a crime itself. You can submit this video to the police as evidence. Yeah, pushing her off does not constitute as being a train groper. I interesting- mean... What's interesting enough is that a lot of people who comment criticize Sakurada PC for filming it, this video in general, thinking he'd been doing it just because, you know? But that's not how it how it happened. Now, according to Twitter user Sakurada PC, he says that the man already hit the woman in the head three other times. This is the fourth time so he decided to record it. We don't know if he has submitted the video to police, but, you know... We're hoping that he does and does the right thing. Now, I'm watching the video mm-hmm. like
3: she's not even that like I have had full on people with their head on my shoulder that they are strangers mm-hmm. in air air in flights and things like that where there definitely is more space. And she wasn't even leaning on him that hard. You could tell that she was trying to stay in her own area. She had her purse on her lap. She had everything together, and she just like slid over. And mm-hmm. he definitely like he could have just gently like pushed her upright or like maybe tapped her on the shoulder mm-hmm. and been like, "Hey, I'm sorry, you're you're leaning on me." But this def- he's definitely being a douche nozzle.
1: yeah And uh, but you look at the Twitter, the user's account, it looks like he's part of the Chiba Motor Patrol unit, so... Maybe it's probably been submitted. We don't even know. Maybe we'll have a follow-up for you in an upcoming episode of our show. Alright. I think we kind of got our points across and got things that need to be said. You think? Mm-hmm. All right. Squishy. Now you make me want to watch... um. Golden wind all over again. That was a good episode. But, anywho, we're going to go ahead and take our last break and wrap up the show. So, we'll be back. Well, that brings episode number 378 to an end. I think we did good. We ran a little bit over, but that's par for the course, so yeah. Um, if you like the show, tell a friend. They enter tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent podcasters. We're independent people. We do this show for the fun of it. So, what we tell you what we like and don't like, we're basically telling you as is. So, yeah. If you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post links to our podcasts, our photos, videos, anime reviews, convention reviews, cosplay interviews, and cosplay tips and tricks. You can find all of that and then some over at animejamsession.com and don't forget, you can find us on other podcasting sites such as iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and Player FM. And we're trying to get over to Spotify, iHeartRadio, and a few other sites. So definitely check us out there. So if you have one of these apps, look us up at Anime Jam Session. You'll find us. And if you get a chance, if you like it, give us a review. five-star review would be cool, but if not, just, we want to know what's up. Maybe we appreciate that. And don't forget to follow us on social media. That's YouTube.com slash Anime Session, Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session, and Facebook.com slash Anime Session. So to everyone that follows us on different social media sites, thank you so much. We could not do this show without you. all And don't forget to find us here at Vlog Network twice a week. We are here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. with the pre-show starting at 9.15. And an encore presentation of our episode Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. So now we're going to go around the room. Um, Last words. Mako.
2: I'm tired.
1: Last words. Itchigo.
3: I'm starting my work day, so I'm not tired.
2: Yay!
1: (laughs) My last words. I'm probably going to play some little more Metroid before bed. That is it end of list. we're gonna get up on out of here as always thank you for listening and supporting us we'll be back next week with a brand new episode and we should be here for the rest of the month even though mako's going on vacation lucky little bitch that she is
2: hey i you know, could always pay and go with me
1: i can't take the time off but uh um, then hush anywho we're getting out of here so i'm ranma i'm mako-chan and i'm ichigo great fight great night see you next week night love and peace y'all well that's original i'm a little vash fan girl uh, so do me by the <laughs> way did, did you know the voice actors for spike and uh julia are engaged yes it's so cute i never i didn't know i'm like wait what but anywho we're gonna get out of here so um say goodnight mako-chan goodnight mako-chan That's it. We're out of here. See you next week.
0: This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at animejamsession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!